Father, we love you. We lift high the name of Jesus. The name that is above every other name. The name that we can call on. The name that we can rely on. The name that strengthens us. The name that transforms us. The name of Jesus. The name we build our lives upon. Like Pastor Justin was saying earlier, why don't you why don't you just cast off this morning? Why don't you just let go off this morning? Anything that's weighing you down, anything that's burdening you, causing you a stress or a pressure or an anxiety, because there's freedom in that house this morning. There is freedom in the name of Jesus. And Grant, as we were worshipping, I literally I saw an image of a stop go sign. But it actually wasn't a stop go sign, it was a, a stop and then slow. And that the Lord has actually slowed you in this time for your safety. And there's decisions to be made in, in life and in general and in business, but God is slowing you so that you can hear his voice clearer and see in the periphery what's happening around you. And the wisdom of heaven is about to drop upon your heart and your mind for, for, the, for some decisions that you have to make towards the future. And, and I just, I just, I literally, I think about you and your beautiful family. And I, I see the smile of God upon your life. Walk in peace and walk almost carefree. It's not that you don't care about what's happening; it's that you don't, you know that God's got it and God's in control. And I want to let you know He's gone before you to make a way where there seemed to be no way, and to make your path straight. Amen. We've got a whole lot of church members that have got needs in their world. And if you're one of those church members that's got a need in your life, Pastor Nick, got Pastor Nick, I just got angry. Okay. Nick Dance One. Nick Taylor. Nick Dance One. Definitely Nick Dance One. She prayed so beautifully, but I'd love to pray for each other this morning. If you've got a need in your world, would you just lift your hand right now? And one of your brothers and sisters is going to lay hands on you. And I know, even for Robin, if we could reach out towards Robin, she needs healing in her ears. Let's put it. Our God's a miracle worker, God. Our God's a healer. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He raised the dead, he'll raise them today. He cast out demons, he cast them out today. He healed the sick. And the awesome thing is, he empowered us because the Bible says we will lay our hands upon the sick and they will recover. So, Father, we just thank you. We thank you for miracles in this house this morning. We thank you, Lord God, that you've Go before us. We thank you, Father, that by your stripes we are healed. That we are carriers of life. We are carriers of your spirit. And Father, on the inside of us, your word, God, for our good. Thank you in this house today for joy, for peace, for healing, for breakthrough, for provision. Lord God, have your way in our lives this morning, Lord God. And Father, you get all the glory. You get all the glory. You get all the worship and all the praise. God, we come this morning with praise in our hearts, thanksgiving on our lips. Mighty God, we thank you that we can gather as a community of faith to honor you and to live high in the mighty name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Come on. Let's thank the Lord. Let's bless the Lord this morning. Smile at someone, fist bump. High five, do whatever you'd like to do. Grab your seats. Thank you, team. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, George. Thank you, Mark. We love you guys. Can we tell these guys they're amazing? Thank you, David. Yeah, well, you guys, if you're good with tech, if you're good with sound, lighting, we can teach you. And if not, but we'd love you to 
you know, jump on team, whether that's welcoming, that's service host, that's Robbie, and you can you can be the welcomer. Who would who thinks Robbie would be good? Yeah, yeah. a great smile, you always feel welcome. Are you good this morning? Yeah. You happy? Yeah. Glad to be in church. Oh, that just changed. Can we leave that the same? Can we go back to where we were? I need to be louder. Yeah. I, I get nervous when I hear myself. <laughs> Fantastic. You know what? We should be. Do you know what Psalm 47 says? It says, clap your hands, all you people. Shout to God with the voice of triumph. For the Lord Most High is awesome. He's a great king over all the earth. He'll subdue the peoples under us, the nations under our feet. He will choose our inheritance for us. The excellence of Jacob, whom he loves. God has gone up with a shout, the Lord with the sound of a trumpet. Sing praises to God, sing praises. Sing praises to our king, sing praises. For God is the king of all the earth. Sing praises with understanding. God reigns over the nations. God sits on his holy throne. The princes of the people have gathered together. The people of God of Abraham for the sheep. For the Lord shields, sorry, for the shields of the earth belong to God. He is greatly exalted. I love this. Sing to the Lord, sing praises. Shout to the Lord, clap your hands, get excited, get passionate. Life is good. Amen. Thank you, Justin. Life is good. Life is a gift. We should be passionate. We, I, I say it all the time, but honestly, we should be the happiest people on the planet. And if we're not, let's ask ourselves the question, why not? Why aren't we happy? Why aren't we joyful? The Bible says that the Lord is our strength. It says, when I'm weak, he will make me strong. He is my strength. God is love. God is life. God is love. We have God. We have life. We have joy. We have peace. We have breakthrough living on the inside of us. And Ephesians says the same power that God worked in Jesus Christ when he raised him from the dead is at work in you. Ephesians 1.19, the same power that raised Jesus four days dead back to life is at work in your life right now. It says that he's working all things together for your good. So when you can't see it, it doesn't mean he's not doing it. He's still, we should be passionate <laughs> And I know Liz was last, last week was talking about being passionate for the call. There is a call on each and every one of our lives. We are called and we are purposed and we are empowered to live as God created us to, but we need to be passionate. We can't be subdued and limited and, and held back. We have to come alive. And, and you know, John 10.10, 10, we all know the scripture. If I asked you to say it, I'm sure you could recite it. But it's the devil comes only. Yeah. to steal, kill, and destroy. Yeah. But I have come. Yeah. I, I love that. Yeah, yeah. Jesus left the comfort of heaven, yeah. the companionship of the Father and the Holy Spirit. He left heaven yeah. as part of the Godhead and, and manifest as man in the earth. I have come yeah. that you may have life yeah. and life more abundantly. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get passionate. Yeah. Let's get excited.
Your worst day is still a good day because God is with you and he'll never leave you nor forsake you. What you're walking through is only making you stronger. It's only creating capacity on the inside. And when I can shift perspective and I can look at even my worst days through the lens of I am loved by God, I am accepted by the creator of the universe, I am empowered by the spirit. When I can, when I can flip that switch, because I can focus on the negative or I can focus Focus on the positive. Yeah. But we're told that we travel in life in the direction of our dominant thoughts. Yeah. Wow. So what are we focusing on this morning? Yeah, wow. yeah. Just a thought. So I want to ask the question this morning, what's on you? What's different about you? And I was going to get a backpack and put it on. Let's not worry about that. We're going to do since. No, I was, I was going to put my backpack on and I was going to get Justin to come and start loading me up and putting weights on my back and then finally end up preaching on my knees and weighed down by the burdens and cares. But it might be a little cheesy. So. We might get there. Who knows? I'm surprised if we do. But, but I want to ask you this, the question this morning. What's on you? And what's different about you? Because we're all faced with life's challenges and pressures. And, and they're trying to stop us from getting to that call and being passionate about the call that God has for us. And, and these are like others' expectations, opinions, peer pressures, insecurities, guilt, <coughs> things I'm holding on to, fears. And it's like we always come. And, and Matthew eleven twenty eight says, come to me. Or you who are weary and heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Come to me, and you can, there can be a transference. You can let go of the things, you know, it says, cast your cares upon me because I care for you. Yeah. Cast, cast off. Casting off is intentional. Casting off is purpose. Casting off is I'm not holding on to this any longer. And we can sit here this morning, and I guarantee you, if I just gave you a minute's time just to think through, there'd be things that you're holding on to. That are actually now holding on to you. That are stopping you being able to move forward in life because you're holding on to that thing that happened 25 years ago. That that word that was spoken over you as a as a child, that wrong that happened to you, the thing you did wrong. But the Bible says when we step into Christ, we're new creations, and the old has gone and the new has come, that we can actually step into a new day where we get a fresh, fresh, clean slate, yeah. where he wipes away the old and says, now start living. Yeah. Here, here's where life and life more abundantly begins. Yeah. Start, start doing things differently. Start looking at things differently. Start speaking differently because you're a new creation. Yeah. And I, I don't know about you, but I want to be a new creation. Yeah. And God's been speaking to me a lot lately in just my times of prayer and waiting on him about repentance yeah. and the importance of repentance. Yeah. And, and that's what it says, you know, in, in Hebrews 6, it says, let us move on from the elementary teachings, the repentance from dead works, and let us mature. Mm -hmm. that, that we have to repent and then move on. God, I was wrong. God, I did wrong. God, I thought wrong. I repent. God, forgive me. Okay, you're forgiven. Now move on. But so often God forgives us, but we don't forgive ourselves. Yeah. So when we when we repent, we, 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 we then keep carrying. And he says, no, that, that was where you were meant to let it go. Yeah. That you can't get passionate about like, the life I've given for you if you're holding on to your old life and you're shackled to the past. 
and you're shackled to your pain and you're shackled to your insecurity. You can't move on. You, you, you'll start being burdened down by those weights and pressures. You can't do life. You can't get passionate about life if you're carrying those labels that people have placed on you. You've got to let those things go But because what's on you? Because I want to put my glory on you. And I want to put my authority on you. And I want to, I want to put my spirit on you. But there's, there's no room. These things can't coexist. Yeah. I, I can't walk anointed of heaven if I'm carrying the weights of the world. I've got to let go of certain things. And the thing is, I can't let go of things for you. And you can't let go of things for me. We have to make a decision to get to a point where I go, okay. And, and I don't know about you, it's, it's, it's a funny thing to kind of talk about, but I had to get to a point in my life where I got okay with Christian. And no matter what anybody else thinks about me, no matter what anybody else says of me, I have to know who I am. And I have to find my identity and my place in life in Christ, not in somebody else's opinions or thoughts. Because there's a certain way for me to live in Christ. And when I find my security in what God says about me, I can live that way. Amen? Amen. We're carrying things around, but I, I want to challenge us all to let go of weights and pressures so we can step out into what God's called us to do. As part of our call, our unique calling and gifting. And each of you is uniquely called and gifted. But we have to acknowledge that. We have to acknowledge, I am uniquely called and gifted by God. I've been put on this planet to bring life and transformation. I am an agent of change. We have, if we don't see ourselves as that, we'll never act as that. We will never do anything. We will just go through life. We will just, and you know, I, I was in Melbourne last weekend, and I preached about four times, and there was there was salvations, and there was there was healings, and there was we had great meetings and things like that. But if I didn't step out into what God has placed on my life, those things don't happen. But but you've got things that you need to step out into so that lives can be transformed, so that others can meet with Christ. Amen. And our communities, our families, our our places of work need us to be passionate about life and passionate about the call. Yeah. I'm not attracted to people that are that are, are subdued and withdrawn and withholding. And this just is, but somebody that's alive is magnetic. Yeah. I'm like, I want to know your story. You're smiling and your eyes are smiling and and you've got a spring in your step. And it's like, I want to know more about you. What have you got that I don't know about? What's going on in your world? And you know what? The X factor in our lives is the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Is, is God incarnate? Is God in our lives? And, and so I want to encourage us. Let's allow God to do what he wants to do in us. I, I did a young adults meeting last week and somebody said, all right, so, so what do we do? What would you do when people tick you off? I'm thinking, oh, okay. I said, I would ask God to work on me. And they said, no, 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 no. The question is, what would you do when people tick you off? I said, yeah, I would ask God to go to work on me. Because I have to get bigger so that they don't tick me off. I have to go to another place of understanding, another place of wisdom, another place of being able to understand the issue is probably not the issue. But what I'm facing here isn't somebody that's ticking me off. This is somebody that's walking through something that needs me to be able to do something in their world. And every, every problem is actually an opportunity. Every encounter is, God, what do you want to do here? 
but I have to get bigger and I have to get passionate. And so if my passion is about the purposes of God, well, then I go, this is a person, not a problem. This is an opportunity. This is a life that can be transformed. This is someone that can be loved on, even though they may not even want to be loved on. See, because most people, when they do things, they do things to get attention or they do things to get your attention or to try and unsettle you because they're unsettled. But when we choose to rise above and go, you know what, I'm unaffected by this because I know who I am. I know who I'm called by, who I'm filled with. I know the plans that God has for me. And they're good plans, not to harm me, but to bless me. I can still keep walking through, even though I'm challenged, even though I'm getting pushed around. And the thing is this, we've got a decision to make every single day. Am I going to follow God's plans for my life and stand out? Am I going to live passionately? Or am I going to acquiesce to my surroundings? Am I just going to let life push in on me? Or am I going to be who I was created to be? And I want to. I, I think no, no greater time in history. We've got we've got an opportunity right now to rise in God, and to rise. As, the Word of God says that in the last days, says the Lord, that the house of the Lord will become chief among the mountains. It says in the last days, I'll pour out my Spirit on all flesh. I will pour out what's on you. What's on you? I'm going to get to Isaiah 61 in a minute. It says the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. But I want to ask you this one, what is on you? Because God said, I prom- I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Yeah. Your young men will dream dreams. Your old men will have visions <laughs> on, on my men servants and my maidservants. I will pour out my spirit. No discrimination. God is pouring out his spirit. And we can just get under that, that spout where the glory comes out and we can just drink. <laughs> I just think you've got old 90s revival days. But anyway, that's, that's a bit rough. But was anybody ever there? Under the spout when the glory was coming out. It was good. We were in the river. We were dancing. We were singing. We were rolling. We had animals in the service. They weren't actually animals. They were people running around making animal noises. But you know what there was? There was a bit of craziness. There's also a whole lot of passion. There was a whole lot of passion for I'm coming alive. I'm coming alive today. I'm letting it all go. I'm I'm focusing on what matters. I'm not going to hold on to that that's inconsequential. I'm not holding on to that which is limiting me from moving forward in life. I'm going to come alive. Let's come alive, church. When we're worshiping, let's worship. When we're praying, let's pray. Let's believe. We had a, we had an amazing prayer meeting on Tuesday night, just crying out for our city, crying out for our people, crying out for government, crying out for our kids and our young people and future generations and and favor with government and favour with you know financial institutions so we can get a building. But what I'm saying, let's, let's do it passionately. Let's do it with every single thing we've got. Yeah. Just rattle that cage and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Let God be God in your world. He's got plans and purposes that are better than your plans and your purposes. Yeah. Let's step into them. Amen? Yeah. And I, I don't know, I'm just, I'm just not that good at fitting in oh. and conforming to social standards or norms. And, and I don't want to be average. Do you know the definition of average is the best of the worst and the worst of the best? I think that's one of the worst places you could probably live as average because you're the, you're the best of the worst, but you're the worst of the best. You're just yeah, a little beige, a little mediocre, a little I, I want to stand out. I want to show the Bible says you're salt and light. Let's be that. And I know, Christian, you're saying the same thing. I need to say the same thing, because that's what the Word says. That we're the the called out ones. We're we're set apart. 
We've got the Holy Spirit. We've all been gifted the same spirit of faith. But what are you doing with what you've been gifted? Have you identified what's on you? Good or bad? Because that's a good place to start. Because if it's good or it's bad, you can say, I'm letting go of it or I'm pressing into it. Have you accepted it? God's on me. I'm different. You're, you are different here this morning. You're not, you don't fit in. The Bible actually says you're an alien. You're unusual in the earth. And it's a good thing. Because the work, the Bible says that our life is but a vapor. We're here today and gone tomorrow. So if we live on purpose and we live passionately and we live on mission, we can make a difference in the short, futile days that we have on this planet. And then we get promoted to eternity. And I, I just want to stir us because, again, life is good. Yeah. And we're going to carry something. Yeah. We're either going to carry faith or we're going to carry fear. Yeah. If you break it all down, yeah. we're going to carry faith or we're going to carry fear. And the two can't coexist. Yeah. You can't be in faith while you're carrying fear. You're going to have to let go of something. You can't fear when you're full of faith. So, so what is it that you're going to carry in life? What is it that you're going to believe? What is it you're going to stake your life on? What is it that you're going to build your future, your marriage, your business, your parenting upon? What is it? Because life happens to all of us. And, it, and it's, it's big. It's pretty tough. There's twists and turns we don't see coming. But what are you going to earth yourself in? Yeah. See, because the, the current doesn't flow until you earth yourself. And where I earth myself is a decision I make. God, I believe. God, I believe. God, I believe. I know it's. I know there's a storm swirling. God, I know everything's coming against me right now, but I believe. Your word said, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Yeah. You, you, your word says that the greater is he that is in me than he that is in the work of God. I believe. I'm earthing my, but it doesn't look like it. The bank's going to foreclose. Uh, the doctor said my health isn't good. I've got an issue in my relationship. God, I believe. All things are possible to those who believe. Yeah. With God, nothing is impossible. What are you going to earth yourself in? What are you going to believe for? Amen? And Because you see, a boat is fine on a stormy sea. That's what it's designed for. A boat is created to float on top of a stormy sea. There's no problem until the water starts getting in the boat. When the boat sits on top of the water, it's doing what it's meant to do. Rain, hail, shine, wind. You correct me if I'm wrong, my friend. Uh, but, but until the water starts getting in the boat and more water gets in than can get out, the boat's going to be just fine. I, I want to encourage us here to don't let things get on the inside of you that want to sink you. Consume more of the Word of God. Spend more time in the presence of God. And I was thinking about it today. Uh, the acronym for fear is false evidence appear, appearing real. False evidence appearing real. The enemy is a liar and a thief. I come only to steal, kill, and destroy. I come only to unsettle. I come only to undermine. I come only to disrupt. But Jesus came to give us life. He came to give us real life. He came to give us purpose and passion. And, and let's step into that. Let's not live average. Let's not live subdued. Let's live, what does Philippians say? Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue in any of these things, uh, any praiseworthy, meditate on these things. 
So like I said, we're traveling in life in the direction of our dominant thoughts. You're giving, you're giving certain thoughts free, free space up here. They're not, they're not even paying rent, but you're paying the price. And I want to encourage you, keep those thoughts out. Start thinking on the things that are praiseworthy, the things that are good, the promises of God, the ways of God. Start thinking on those things and let those things overcome. Because what does the Bible say? We are more than overcomers. The reason we can live passionate is because we're more than overcomers. And the only reason we're more than overcomers is because of Christ on the inside. Not anything we can do, not our own strength, our own intellect, our anything else. We, we can overcome some things, but with Christ, we can overcome all things. Yeah. We can live, and you know, you can help others overcome. You can help others live in victory and, and walk in breakthrough because of what's on you. Amen? We should be passionate. It says this in Jeremiah 1. It says, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I ordained you as a prophet to the nations. That, that's pretty amazing. If you, if you, we, we go through these scriptures pretty quick, but if you if you stop and think of it, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. Me, God. Me, the creator of the universe. Me, I, I wanted you, so I made you. Think about that for a second. God wanted you as you are where you are with your insecurities and your your self-loathing and your guilt and your shit. God wanted you. And he says, in my eyes, you're perfect. That's pretty amazing. That's it. Before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I ordained you as a prophet. There are, there are prophetic words on the inside of you that need to come out of you. Because they're going to unlock lives. They're going to unlock futures. They're going to set people free because they're going to be the word of God in season that changes another. Let's step up into being. Let's not let fear hold us back. Let's dream again. Let's get passionate and let's move forward in life. Amen. And it's the little things. I was here at soccer yesterday and, and Melissa gets pretty passionate. I get pretty passionate. We, we, we yell a little bit. I said, baby, you can't yell about that because the kid's actually offside and the rep made the right call. And she's like, no, it was a good shot. We should have got the goal. But anyway, uh, I'm getting passionate. But I like to encourage the kids. And I've learned all their names. And I just, just make a little statement, just a tiny little statement. And after yesterday's game, one of the mums came up to me and said, you're such a, a nice encourager. I'm like, oh, am I? I was just doing what was natural to me, and it was the blank. You had a cracking game. Go, man, you're awesome. You know, somebody else, Tommy, go, Tommy, great header, great goal, unreal. It's the tiniest little things that make a difference and set us apart. Let's do the tiny little things. Let's let's do the little things well and, and, and show that there is a point of difference about in our lives because the Holy Spirit is our X factor in life. And 2 Corinthians says we all have the same spirit of faith. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. And the Bible says that with the faith of a mustard seed, you'll say to this mountain, be uprooted and cast into the sea, and it will be. What's on you? What are you acknowledging on you? What are you accepting on you? And then what are you stepping out in? Amen? Corinthians says... Uh, um, the kingdom we're a part of is not just a kingdom of word and deed only, but of power. There is a power available to us, church. A power to live passionately. A power to rise above. A power to live beyond. And, and we need to accept it and walk into it. And Timothy says, fan into flame this gift. 
of the Spirit, which has been given to you through the laying on of hands. For God has not given you a spirit of fear or timidity, but of love, power, and a sound might fan it into flame. Yeah. So, so, so before I get passionate about the call, which is awesome, I've got to get passionate about life and passionate about the, the fact that I'm empowered for the call. And, and it says this in, in Isaiah 61, it says, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because. The Spirit of God doesn't come on us just to come on us. Just so I get the chicken skin and just so I get the, the tingles. Oh, that feels good. Oh, that was awesome. Lift my hands in worship. Oh, I'm touching heaven now. This is awesome. No, because. Because I'm empowered at that point. Because I'm changed and transformed at that point, and because there's an authority in my life to go and do the same for others. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. Now, obviously, we know in Luke 4 that Jesus goes into the temple, takes out the scroll, and reads this. It says, by this reading, the scriptures are fulfilled. But it's also speaking to us, each and every one of us, that walk in Christ and are filled with the Spirit. Uh, He's anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty um, to the captives, the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, the day of vengeance for our God, to comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. They'll be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. At the end of the day, the Spirit of God comes upon you that God may be glorified, yeah. that you may become fully alive. And, and I say this, this statement all the time, but God is most glorified when we are most alive, when we are truly living and not just existing. And, and I want to ask us the question this morning, when I leave this place, because in here I'm, I'm wound up. God's with me, he's for me, this is unbelievable, the Spirit of God's on me, he's called me, he's, he's purposed me, I'm here for this time in history, and I go outside of those doors and am I any different to anybody else? Or does my life reflect societal standards and accepted norms? And do I just, I, all right now, calm down, Christian. That was cool in there, but out here, just calm down. And I'm not saying be a religious zealot or a crazy whatever. Be normal. Let's do this normally. Let's do life normally in power of heaven. Touch to God where I am listening. What does it say? It says, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. 1 Thessalonians. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing. You can't pray 24-7, but you can be God conscious 24-7. And God, if you speak, I'll listen. If you show me somebody that I can impact today, I'll do it. I'll step out because I because I, I, I want to attune my ear to your voice. I, I want I want to sensitize myself to your presence. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been in a car just listening to a podcast or worshiping, or so, and you sense the presence of God just fill yep. the car? As yeah. I. Oh, this is holy ground. This is this is a this is a holy. Anything could happen. I, I want to I want to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. I don't want to grieve the Holy Spirit or or do anything that pushes the the Spirit back. I I want to go, God, I'm creating space in my sphere, in my world, that that you can invade at any point because, God, I know I'm on mission. I I know I'm called to change lives. I know I'm called to make a difference. You are called to make a difference in this earth. Do you realize that? Otherwise, the Bible wouldn't say that you're salt and light. 
because light invades darkness yeah. and brings illumination. Salt enters into whatever it's put into and flavors it and enhances it. That's what we are. In, in, in this time, in this day, in our community, that's who you are. And you can acknowledge it and walk in it, or you can just say, no, that's not me, and just push it away. But I'm telling you, we will never walk fully in the call if we never accept fully what's on us. Yeah. And so we're going to pray in a minute, but I want, to, I want to encourage you to let go of some things, some hurts, some failings, some regrets, some, some opinions, some, some labels. I want you to let go of them today so you can take a hold on. Say, Holy Spirit, I'm creating space in my life for you. I'm creating space for you to fill. God, I need you. I need you in my thinking. I need you in my emotions. I need you in my health. God, I need you in the middle of my mess. And when we do that, God goes, okay, you let go of the wheel, I'll start driving there. And, and I'm telling you, I'll take you towards your dreams. I'll take you towards your that the, the fulfillment of your passion. The Bible says, delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. It doesn't say go after the desires of your heart with everything that you have. <laughs> Sacrifice all and, and push everything else away. It says delight yourself in God and he will give you. So often we're fighting and we're striving and we're struggling in life to get those things that I so badly want. Sometimes I get them, sometimes I But I get it and then I'm not fulfilled. And I'm like, but I thought that was the thing. I, I honestly thought that would... So... so, so which, which would probably say that we get passionate about the wrong things or things that don't really matter. He says, if you just get passionate about me, I can do for you what you never could. Don't worry. That's what Matthew 6 says. Don't worry. Don't worry about what you'll eat, you'll drink, you'll wear. The world worries about those things. Seek first the kingdom and its righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. So it's countercultural, and, and it doesn't really make sense. Christian, why would I get passionate? It's just life, right? No, it's not. It's a gift from heaven. Your uniqueness, your anointedness, your coldness. Bad English, very bad English. Let me just play this out there. Your set of partners is powerful, and it's a gift. Love it. Get up every day and go, oh, yes. New day. This is awesome. Let's go. What's happening today? What's going on today? God, what are you doing? What are you up to? I know you're up to something, so what are you up to? Let's go. And enjoy every day. And enjoy the good and the bad. And enjoy the hard and the easy. And enjoy when you feel like you've got a wind behind your back and a wind in front of your face. Just enjoy. Because when you can get to that place... And you realize all things are working together for your good. You know you're going to arrive at the promised land. You know you're going to arrive at that place that God's called you to. And then it gets easy. Can we stand to our feet? <coughs> Mark 16, saying verse 17, says, These signs will follow those who believe. In my name they'll cast out demons. They'll speak in new tongues. They'll take up servants. If they drink anything that's deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They'll lay hands on the sick. They will recover. Those who believe. God's not looking for followers. He's looking for believers. People that can go, I don't understand, but God, I choose to believe. God, I know what's in front of me, but I also know what's inside of me. And God, I'm going to allow you to invade my space. I'm going to allow you to come inside. I'm going to allow you to have a 
greater say in my life mm -hmm. and the circumstances that surround me. Can we just lift our hands this morning? Father, we thank you that you called us and that you first loved us before we ever loved you. Thank you, Lord, for life. Thank you for the gift. Thank you that, God, we can, we can live this life passionately and on purpose and on mission. And, God, that we can be your hands and feet in our community. Use us, God. Thank you for filling us this morning afresh with your spirit. God, we need you. We need more of you every single day, Lord. And I thank you, Father, for all of our people. I thank you for our church. I thank you for those that couldn't be here this morning, that your hand of blessing and favour rests upon them. God, your word says today is a day of favour and today is a day of salvation. So, Father, we thank you. We walk in the salvation that you so freely graced upon us. And we thank you, Lord, that you favour us. Give us eyes to see and ears to hear. Soft hearts, Lord God, that will receive the mission and the call that you have placed upon each of us. But, God, I pray today that we would come fully alive in you, that, God, something would happen. We would see life differently. We would, we would just be shifted on the inside, Lord, that we wouldn't hold on to the inconsequential, that we wouldn't hold on to those, those things, Lord, that are of, of no value, but we would take a hold, Lord God, of your will for our life. Father, I pray today.